0: Winter Olympic bids and the world's National Olympic Committees. You're listening to the latest Around the Rings podcast. I'm Nicole Bennett. Almaty and Beijing made their first international presentations for the 2022 Games on Friday. ANAC is hosting its annual General Assembly, November 6th through 8th in Bangkok, Thailand. Around the Rings editor Ed Hula is on the scene in Bangkok to cover the ANOC General Assembly. So, Ed, I guess my first question for you would be, what is an ANAC General Assembly?
1: Well, it's a place where all the world's NOCs get together. Previously, these meetings have been held every two years. Now, under the leadership of Sheikh Hamad al-Fad of Kuwait, the new president of, of Enoch, he wants to have them on an annual basis as a way for the National Olympic Committees to get together, show their solidarity, and work on ways to make their, their organization stronger. It's got 205 members. Uh, when they meet in a general assembly, the room is filled with pretty close to five to 600 people, which makes it, in some ways, the biggest meeting of the Olympic movement on the calendar in any year. It's bigger than an IOC session, which only draws uh, a little more than, a, than 100 IOC members. So it's, it's kind of a big deal for the NOCs to get together, share ideas, network, that sort of thing, and, uh, and, and work on programs for the future.
0: And what business was handled during the Assembly today?
1: Well, today the, I guess, most no, noticeable, notable event would be the election of Sheikh Ahmad to a full four-year term as president of ANOC, uh, and Patrick Hickey of Ireland as the senior vice president for ANOC, both men ran unopposed and were uh, elected by acclamation. But what the uh, vote does is solidify their position for the next four years. Both of them came into their positions two years ago in a power shuffle over the leadership of Enoch, with uh, Sheikh Ahmad taking over as president for the final two years of the unexpired term of Mario Vasquez Rania, who resigned in in 2012 rather than get involved in a power struggle with Sheikh Ahmad and Pat Hickey? So the uh, those two men served out the uh, final two years of their of that term, and now were elected again, as I say, by acclamation by the Enoch delegates today. That that certainly the the major item of business uh, for the organization, as well as some other housekeeping matters that will allow more women to be represented on the ANOC executive from all parts of the world.
0: Are there any outstanding issues?
1: Well, there would be the uh, opening of the ANOC headquarters, the new ANOC headquarters in Lausanne, Switzerland. The uh, members were briefed on that. It's uh, an old building that's being restored in Lausanne, Switzerland, as the permanent home of ANOC. And it's been a kind of an engineering nightmare since the work began almost two years ago. And instead of opening in August this year, as they were expecting, they're looking at March next year as the opening date for the meeting. Going on right now in the convention center where the ANOC meeting is taking place is the first gala awards dinner for ANOC. And this is a, a new initiative of Sheikh Ahmad to... Try to bring attention to the work of the NOC's awards given out to national Olympic committees for their successes at the London Olympics. For example, the United States Olympic Committee won the award for the most successful NOC at the uh, London Olympics. And for Sochi, with Russia topping the medal table, it was the Russian National Olympic Committee being given the award for the most successful NOC at Sochi. A number of athletes were honored for their success in London and Sochi and it should be noted that David Rudisha the Kenyan runner who was triumphant in the 800 meters in London was awarded the best male athlete at the London Olympics. Not Michael Phelps, not St. Bold, but David Rudisha. So that and uh, a number of other awards handed out at the dinner tonight, which uh, you can see video of, photos of, on the Around the Rings website. It's the hope of Enoch to be able to sell this to TV as an annual event, star-studded event. Next year's Enoch meeting will be in Washington, D.C., so that may be a, a, a good place to have a second Gala Awards dinner
0: as mentioned before, today Beijing and Almaty presented to ANOC. It was the first international presentation for the 2022 Games. What did you make of the presentation? I know we've been hearing Beijing is the frontrunner right now. So, so what did you think of Beijing's presentation?
1: Well, it was so-so. They were both so-so. I think both bids, their presentations, reflect the absence of professional communications advisors who've been working with um, Olympic bids of uh, recent uh, recent times, the Beijing mayor was the sole spokesman for the uh, for the Beijing bid spoke entirely in Chinese did bring up the strong points of the of the Beijing bid, the fact that they have a strong network of venues in Beijing that are ready to host ice events. Uh, the potential for the Beijing, for, for the Winter Olympics to expose 300 million people to winter sports activities in China. Uh, the reliability, the strength, the stability of the Chinese government to be able to support an Olympic Games. All of those points uh, very clearly made, but dryly and not very interesting, not with a lot of passion Beijing of course is going to host would host the arena events in the city and then the snow events would be held about 200 miles north in a um, couple of sort of ski resort areas uh, north north of Beijing.
0: And what did you think of Almaty's presentation?
1: Almaty had a little bit more pep a little bit more zing it seemed like a more youthful team. Their presenter was also, a, uh, was also a young person and spoke in English, which I think had, was you know, a much more effective way to reach the Enoch crowd than speaking in Chinese and everybody getting their, their word via translation. Almaty has a lot of appeal because the mountains are right next to the city. They have winter Olympic experience that China simply does not have at this point but they are really overwhelmed, I think, by the, the resources and, as I mentioned before, the stability of the Chinese government. Kazakhstan has a stable government, but we understand there's a lot of politics at play and how this bid from Almaty, which is the biggest city in Kazakhstan, uh, a lot of questions about how politics, internal politics, are shaping the leadership of the bid. Uh, both of the bids have got a lot of work to do to make people feel excited and interested about each of those cities. They, of course, are the survivors, as we have noted over the past few months. These two cities are the survivors of a, of a bidding process that's seen four of the six candidates for 2022 drop out of the race for failure to win public support or governance support for their bid. A year ago, these two cities were really long shots. Now they're the, the two cities left standing. One of them will win the vote when the IOC casts its ballot July 31st, 2015.
0: So the final day for the General Assembly is tomorrow, November 8th, and it begins with Around the Rings hosting its Newsmaker Breakfast. What number is this for Around the Rings, and who are the panelists attending the Newsmaker Breakfast tomorrow?
1: That's uh, the 14th international edition of our newsmaker breakfast that began with the Atlanta Olympics in 1996. We've had them all over the world, and Bangkok is the latest locale for, for the breakfast. And we bring together a group of opinion makers, people who have uh, great knowledge of the Olympic movement, and we'll be talking about the challenges and opportunities facing noc's today national olympic committees today and uh, there are some mighty challenges whether they be government interference government coups uh... health care emergencies financial crises war natural disasters how national olympic committees respond to these challenges within their borders and sometimes make the most of this turning it into an opportunity for them We've got Aisha Gerard Ali, who's president of the Djibouti National Olympic Committee. Spiros Kapralos of Greece from the Hellenic Olympic Committee. Robin Mitchell, president of the Oceania National Olympic Committee. He's from Fiji. Koji Murafushi, the Tokyo 2020 sports director and hammer throw champion at the 2004 Games and Jose Quiñones, president of the Peruvian National Olympic Committee, all of them familiar with particular issues that have come up with their National Olympic Committee or ones in their region, and they'll, they'll be, we'll be talking about that at 8 o'clock in the morning Singapore time. So if anybody's listening to this in Singapore and is attending the ANOC briefing, it's on the 22nd floor in the uh, Lotus Rooms and there will be people to direct you there. We'd be happy to have you. And we hope to have a video-audio version of the Newsmaker Breakfast available in a day or so.
0: Well, thank you. That was Around the Rings editor Ed Hula in Bangkok this week to cover the ANOCH General Assembly. Be sure to check into Around the Rings online on Facebook and Twitter. Again, this is Nicole Bennett. Thanks for listening.